When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Rineker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast presented by Omaha Steaks. If you want to get your voicemails on the show or just your thoughts, head to thedogspodcast.com, tap leave voicemail on the drop-down menu. Uh, today, we're going to talk about, uh, unfortunately, Perrion Winfrey. We're going to get into some DeAndre Hopkins news. Of course, we're going to talk about the new uh, uniforms. Uh, so we've got a jam-packed episode today. Before we do, though, I want to remind you to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And apparently, we're on threads now. What is Threads? <laughs> I know. I, I had to figure it out. Is that quick. like Instagram's Twitter? Yes. So we're on Threads for now. I heard like they're getting sued because it's just essentially Twitter. So I don't know. But for now, we're on Threads. Stay tuned. <laughs> so you can find us on there. Um, you can also, if you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Uh, make sure you tap the notification bell so you don't miss any of the new content we're putting out. Potentially some super exciting, very cool new content coming in the next, you know, four to six weeks. So make sure you got that notification bell uh, tapped. You don't want to miss any of it. Uh, if you prefer to just listen to the show, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Lastly, if you're looking for more uh, dogs content, head to jointhedogs.com, become an official dog pack member. You get to play fantasy football with us. We're quickly approaching the cutoff date for fantasy football leagues. It's going to be mid-August sometime, so you probably got about three more weeks to get in and get signed up for a fantasy spot. You don't want to miss out by being too late. Uh, we had four leagues last year. We're going to try to have at least four again this year, or if not more. We got a dynasty league already in progress, so that's cool for everybody who's joined. Uh, you get an extra episode uh, every single week, an after-hours episode. That's always a good time. You get access to the private Discord. It's uh, it's a good time for everybody involved. We've become really good friends with everybody in, this, in the uh, Patreon. It's a good time for for everybody. Uh, so if you're interested in stuff like that, join the dogs.com, become an official dog pack member. So before we jump into the episode, I just wanted to once again, thank Stump Mitchell for coming on the episode with us last week. If you guys haven't seen our interview with Stump yet, make sure we have it in the full episode. You go check that out. And if you don't have time, you can also just check out just the interview. It's up on Apple, Spotify, and Google, and also on YouTube. Um, awesome insight into the into Nick Chubb and then the running back room as a whole. One thing I just want to touch on real quick before we, we moved on, I thought it was really interesting. Somebody actually put this in our comment section yep. too. Uh, when he was talking about he, how he wants to get Nick Chubb through the entire season with no fumble. And he said through game one to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And, and it, it like really flew under the radar during the interview, you know, um, but that tells you right there in the building, what the, what the expectation is for the Browns. Yeah. Like his, he didn't say all the way through the divisional round or, yeah, or through the end of the regular, regular season. season, you know, he said through the Super Bowl. So that's the mindset in that building right now is it's, you know, we have the pieces right now. It's Super Bowl time. Yeah. Which I mean, we've been saying that we, it didn't, doesn't come as a shock that that's the mindset looking at all the moves they've made this off season. I mean, that's what they're gearing up for, but to hear it come from somebody who's in the building, 
working with the players you know he's he's on the coaching staff like th- that is awesome to hear well and i and i know people are gonna be like well what else is he gonna say he's a coach of the team he's not gonna like say we're gonna lose early but i also think it just speaks to like culture building the fact that like he just openly talks about it that's the goal everybody in the building knows that's the goal you know what i mean it's just part of building that that new culture in cleveland so i i thought it flew super under the way he said it i picked it up but we had like a time limit with them and we I were didn't, sweating it was <laughs> yeah i didn't want to was crazy i didn't want to ramble <laughs> on and you know i didn't want to take up a ton of his time because he had to go do other stuff so uh i just want to kind of address that and be like you know that's the that's the goal i mean that's the browns fans it's no longer we're not just happy to win a game you know oh hopefully we can just get to 500 that's not the goal the goal is the super bowl and it's it's kind of like scary to say but goals are supposed to be scary <laughs> you sound like you're like I got, I just getting got into a serious dating kind of says, um, but no. So I, I was excited to to, uh, to hear that. Yes. Um, okay. So I just want to address that again. If you haven't checked out that interview, I think you'll like it. Go check it out. Uh, so to start, you know, to start this episode, we have to talk about stuff that's not fun to talk about. Uh, Browns have released Perion Winfrey. The guy just couldn't stay out of trouble again. Um, he found himself in, in trouble again. There's a video out there. Uh, if you haven't seen it and you want to check it out, it's not exactly, I mean, I've seen worse videos, but it's still not a fun video to watch. Um, he did it right. If you haven't seen the video, he, he literally is like hunting and assaulting a woman in front of the nine, like right on Euclid. Oh man. I don't, I don't understand. Like what is, what is wrong with this guy? It's just kind of super disappointing because <laughs> especially like when you look at all the like positional groups, Can't that's like one, yes, a player this year. He, w- <laughs> our expectations were he was going to take that step and he could be a starter or at least a rotational piece. And for a guy that a lot of people liked, you know, like we thought he was a steal and we love the energy. I, I had a couple of people say, maybe that's a little too much energy. He makes me a little, <laughs> maybe a little too much. And I was like, nah, you know. So it's just tough. Uh, I think for him, huge like lost opportunity and maybe a reflect moment. You know, it's tough to, when I was 22, 23 years old, I, I made some terrible decisions too. It's not like, you know. I feel complete, like there's, there's, there's being a, a dumb young kid and yeah. then there's like just kind doing? of being like a bad person. Mm. And some of the things he's doing is like, that's like what bad people do yeah and that's the <laughs> most worrisome thing for him yeah. is because he's 22 years old yeah i mean he's just out of college i, know. I mean come on and you know it was back in april that he got did he get he was arrested he's yeah i think they went they took him to jail he domestic violence against his girlfriend i believe it was something like that something yeah. like that and <clears throat> now you've got him you know claiming that these women were harassing him like in the hotel lobby wherever he was at and he followed them outside like dude yeah dude. but I, it doesn't matter if you're enticed, right? Don't hit a, a woman. Correct. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and, and tell them on video, you're going to beat the crap out of them and show a gun at them. Like, come on, you're yeah. supposed to be the grown up here. You're, you're the professional athlete. You're the one with everything to lose. You know, you have to be mature. So it's, it's sad because like we said, the guy had a chance to really make a name for himself on the team. He was going to be a guy who got time this year if he could figure it out mentally. And now, I mean, who knows where his career goes from here? Yeah. And I'm just reading on TMZ says Perion's not been arrested, but he's listed as a suspect in an aggravated robbery, which is a first degree felony. Oops. I don't know where that ties in with the, what he did with, with the woman here on the street on this video, but it's just all bad news for him. Yeah. He's got to get help. He does. Like, and I know the Browns released him, but also at the same time, like, I don't, do they just cut ties or are they like, hey, like, at least like slide him somebody's phone number? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, because I, I got on the Browns about that with Johnny Manziel in terms of like, at some point, people got to help themselves and I get that. But I felt like the Browns could have done a better job. Like, hey, let's get this guy something. We, they clearly knew he was an issue. You know, and the Browns clearly knew Perrion's got some stuff going on. So at what point do the Browns, I'm not saying they have a responsibility to babysit him, but to at least like try to get him some support. I don't know. Hopefully they didn't just cut ties. Hopefully they're doing something for him because you hate to see like 
a 20 year old kid's life just be down the tubes already when there's that much potential yeah you know there's just there's bad things going on for him because like like i said it was in april that the last incident happened and here we are just a few months later he was already on thin ice as it was and something happens again and it's like man that and again like at some point you gotta learn like the browns did the right thing you mm-hmm. can't he can't be on the team he can't be on the, you know what i mean so and he's lucky it didn't happen even sooner <laughs> yeah i mean we we talked about should they cut him and release last him? time last time yeah. yeah so you knew it was it was the final straw he was on thin ice as it was um and you knew it was bad last year when he just like didn't dress and stuff just because of behavior yeah. that kind of yeah. stuff um so I think he's what the second Browns player now drafted by Andrew Barry to be released. I believe so. So yep. Um, I mean, and you know, Andrew Barry doesn't like to let his guys go, and it sucks because this this had nothing to do with his on field performance. Yeah, he started to flash last year. This is what we're talking about in terms of he had a chance with with Zadarius next to him and another vet to come in and kind of teach him how to be a pro. And uh, you know, we drafted Ika and we got. Um, Tomlinson yep. on the inside, you know, like there's some guys around him now where he could go in and, and really flash and just threw it all away. It's a bummer. Last year, he appeared in 13 games for the Browns, 22 combined tackles, one tackle for loss, two quarterback hits and a half a sack. Yeah. And I feel like most of that was second half of the season. Yes, I agree. So at least that's the way it felt. I, I can't confirm that. Uh, so that, that's, <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't notice him a lot at first, started to notice him late. So that's the, that's the way it felt. We talked so. about him a lot the second half yeah. of the season. Somebody yeah. can fact check me. Let me know if I'm right or wrong. Uh, but that's just my gut. Uh, so that is, that was sad news. So we, we wanted to address that. That's some unfortunate Browns news. Uh, so, and then other league news, DeAndre Hopkins signs with the Titans was what? Two years. Uh, 26, but it could go up to 32 with incentives. Yeah. So way, way, way out of the realm of anything the Browns were ever going to dangle in front of them. For sure. Yeah. I mean, the Brown, we were talking Browns were, I mean, like sub eight, you know, and he's getting 14, 13, 14, 13. Yep. 13 a year. I mean, uh, I mean, good for the Titans. I guess you know good for him. You want to talk about a team that needed a receiver back for sure. Yeah, that was definitely it. Do you think it works there? Because like a lot of people are like already beating him up and being like, "Well, that's just another great receiver that goes to Tennessee to you know like Randy Moss, Julio." It's kind of like where the great receivers go to kind of just get a bag and go. But do you think it works there? Well, a lot of people weren't talking just bag. Like a lot of people said he's going to go somewhere where he thinks he can win. Mm Uh, Titans aren't really in the talks for winning at all. I'm not going to rule them out though because of their culture and their yep. coach. coach. Yep. Yep. I mean, that, that's I. Talent wise, I haven't felt like the Titans should have been relevant. I mean, they got Derrick Henry. Uh, and and the thing is, that's all they've really got, and it works. Yeah. It keeps working. <laughs> they, they, so three years ago, I didn't think they were good. They're the number one seed. <laughs> yeah, in the exactly, playoffs, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, they're, they're yeah, so I good them out either. Yeah. Vrabel is just—he's a great coach. It's a—he's built a culture. They're tough. They're scrappy, and they're gonna—I mean, they might go down, but you're gonna be bleeding and scratched up if after you play the Titans. So and everybody's kind of down on Tannehill, but I mean he had injuries last year. I think he hasn't been a bad healthy, quarterback for them. When he's I mean number one seed. You know, when he's healthy <laughs> and their he, division he can do what he need they need him to do. I'm not well. saying their yeah. division's up for grabs because I think Jacksonville's obviously probably the best team in that division, but like it's not a gauntlet. You know what I mean? Like, no. Are we expecting the Colts to be world beaters? Probably not. Probably no. number one pick type no, stuff. If Tennessee came out on top of that division this season, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, and, and we all thought he still had stuff left in the tank. So it's not like he's, I don't think he's washed by any stretch of the imagination. No. We all no. would have been pumped to have him on the Browns. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So just because, so, um, but it's just way more money than I was expecting him to get. But I guess then when you're the team that's, I mean, the Browns have been this team. When like that's what you need, and you're really kind of desperate. Sometimes you gotta throw money at it, mm-hmm. um, and, and that's what the Titans did. But I think the Browns' wide receiver room is set. I think I think Mary Kay came out and said the Browns were never really in in on him because they're happy with what they have. I'm happy with what we have. Me too. The the room is night and day better than it was last year. We went in, into the off season worried about it, saying we got to do something about receiver. And now we came out of the offseason saying, feel pretty good about it. Mm-hmm. I like what yep. they did. 
especially after the uh, the voluntary camps and you heard about the connection with Elijah Moore, uh, drafting Tillman. Uh, and I think like Goodwin is yeah. underrated signing yes, big time. You know what I mean? Like that's just a guy who just knows how to play the game. Mm-hmm. You know, he just stretched the field. He's a pro. He, I mean, he does, he's the kind of guy the Browns don't usually get right. Or knock on wood, we get him and he gets hurt in camp. Uh, <laughs> I didn't, thanks, Blake. Jink, I didn't, I, I knocked on wood before I said it. This Speaking is real. Of this is mahogany. If, uh, if <laughs> this you, is sawdust glued together, <laughs> <laughs> if you're watching this and you haven't seen uh, Derek Frisbee's episode from last weekend on Jalen Darden, mm. go check it out because that kid also has a shot of making yep. the tail end of this roster, especially contributing in the return game. I love their like last year, like their training camp, like they're there are guys that were pretty much practice squad receivers like Harley. And I, I love some of them guys. I, I don't know like how much of an impact they make now. They're probably practice squad guys <laughs> at best, but to have like that kind of depth and then you don't even see those guys out there. It shows you the kind of turnaround the Browns have made though in the last five, six years is like Tillman would have been drafted and expected to come in and be like a day one starter guy. Yeah. Uh, Harley would be, He'd be getting, you know, 80% of the offensive snaps. So would Anthony Schwartz. You know what I mean? Like, and now those guys, those are, Tillman's going to be on the roster, but like Mm -hmm. those guys, those other guys are practice squad players. Schwartz probably isn't going to be on the team. I I would, I would be almost shocked if he's on the team. Yeah. But yeah. he's, I don't know if you saw his man ranking, his speed is crazy. So if he's you're a fast gonna, guy, but I'm sure his catching is pretty low. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't matter in Madden. He'll, That's he'll true. still catch like, everything. Yeah. So uh, if you got, if you played the Browns in Madden, you put short, I mean, he'll be open deep all game. Yep. Because his speed is crazy. Um, no, I'm, I'm excited for the Browns wide receiver room. Uh, so more Browns news that we want to get into. Uh, they dropped their, their white helmets. Yeah. Uh, and to, and they're going to wear their all white unis with those 1946, uh, the white jerseys. jerseys. This is the 46, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Yep. Okay. The 75 anniversary ones. Correct. Yeah. Yep. The from, from two years ago. From two, two years ago. ago? Oh, 20, yeah, that's right. 21. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, those unis are free first. Just the white jerseys when we wore them with other stuff was awesome. But this all white look with this, this white helmet, <laughs> It's freaking fire. It's sweet. It's, it's, so, it's very nice. It's it's awesome. Uh, what do you think? Do you like them? I love them. Yeah, I, and I can tend to be a little picky with brown stuff, <laughs> like the new dogs logo, for example, but or not not our podcast, but the, the dog brown's <laughs> the dog logo. Brown, dog I thought it was logo. a little silly. These uniforms are freaking sweet. I love them. They're, they're so I got to go to a, at least one primetime game so I can see them. I've well, seen San Francisco s- or the Jets, buddy. Those are your two. <laughs> I've seen... Uh, I mean, some some old heads saying they don't like them. They were brown and orange, and the orange helmet. And listen, we're, I'm not saying we should wear these for every single game, but these and this is the kind of stuff like it gets you up for a game almost. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the players will be pumped that, that they're busting out the all white unis. And you know, I think it was Dion said, "Look good, play good, feel feel good, play yeah. good." Yep. Um, yeah, they're freaking sweet. I think last year was the first year the NFL uh, okayed the alternate different color helmet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you saw teams automatically instantly jump on it. Like the Texans went with that like shiny red helmet. Yep. I yeah. mean, you know, like you said, they don't wear them every single game because that's just dumb. Then it does. It's not a cool alternate, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So that's why three games. This is great. And I was just going to read the history uh, just because I thought it was interesting. The Browns actually wore a white helmet their first the first six years they were in existence mm-hmm. uh, before they shifted full time to the orange helmet in '52. Uh, they won four All-American Football Conference championships with that helmet in their first four years, and they carried that success with the helmet over to the franchise's first year in the NFL in 1950 when it won the league championship. So, it's good luck. I mean, we started with white helmets. I mean, to go with the throwback jerseys and everything, I, I think this is pretty sweet. Bengals fans. <laughs> miss me with this we you copied us first of all we had them we had white helmets before you were ever a franchise we were a team before you were ever a team <laughs> yeah uh and second ju- you're not the only team that gets to have a white helmet i'm pretty sure the colts have a white helmet yeah yes. like there's always yeah. <laughs> i'm pretty sure the cardinals have a white helmet yeah i don't always i don't understand like this you copied us because you have a white helmet. Like you don't just have you don't have the the copyright or whatever on, on white. white helmets. Yeah, on the color this is, white. This is just AFC North <laughs> hatred. Like, the Dolphins is, have like, a white helmet. No matter what happens, the Bills have a white helmet. Like I'm just gonna keep going. These yeah. guys, I mean, yeah. the Jets used to have a white helmet. Like, Fair. come on, guys. Yeah, I don't even think the jerseys are really like the the helmet. People are like they copied us. 
They don't even look alike. They still theirs is they still have the the bangle stripes and whatnot. See, theirs alike. is like a col- a white color rush of their new jerseys. Yeah, mm-hmm. their new uniforms. Yep. Ours is a throwback to the original like team. Yeah. yeah. Which is awesome. Yep. Yeah, they're they're freaking sick. It's a completely different concept. It just happens to be a similar color. And you know the game when they bust those guys out at home and it's a big game, like a big night, night game. game. Steelers uh, week two, Monday night. No, so I th- I thought I was maybe I'm missing this, but wasn't that game? Isn't that game in Pittsburgh? Uh, it is. It is okay. Which that's I was bummed because all the primetime home games are going to be all cold weather. It's okay. I was really hoping for like an early season home game, but mm-hmm. I might go to Pittsburgh though. I'm thinking about that the Dogs podcast uh, should consider doing a live stream that night. Okay. Uh, week two? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you know I can, but uh, how about the working boys over here? Uh, I, I, there's no rules. <laughs> it's, it's football season. I just go, oh. That'll work anymore. So yeah. are we kind of making that announcement right now? We're thinking about it. I haven't listened. <laughs> yeah. I'm not the boss of my own life. No. Okay. I have to go home and ask the boss if this is okay. Hmm. Write but, the contract. Yeah, yeah. What am I going to give up? What Talk am to I going to give in return? Yeah. You know, uh, but... I do. I know you guys enjoy the live streams. We did uh, Deshaun's first game last year. We can't do week one this year because they're home and Justin has season tickets. Uh, but I think like the the first Brown Steelers matchup of the year week on a night game primetime. I think that'd be a pretty cool game. We to, will uh, be in the new studio for that. Yeah. Yeah. Unless so, something goes horribly wrong. I got wrong, points but. at work. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. So <laughs> let us know what you got. If you guys want a live stream for that game, let us know. Uh, and I'll ask my boss, a.k.a. my wife. Um, so And she'll say yes. Until it's time to actually do it. (laughs) We'll see. Um. This episode is sponsored by Omaha Steaks. Browns fans, summer's in full swing, and you know what that means. Temperatures are hot, grills are hot, and the deals are even hotter at Omaha Steaks. Right now, get the Hotter Than Fire package at omahasteaks.com. America's original butcher is heating up the summer with blazing hot deals on mouthwatering grilling favorites guaranteed to tantalize your taste buds. Go to omahasteaks.com right now, enter code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, into the search bar, and for a limited time, you can score 32 delicious grilling essentials, including 12 free burgers from Omaha Steaks for just $99.99. You'll get four of their world-famous fork tender filet mignons, four air-chilled boneless chicken breasts, four boneless pork chops, four gourmet jumbo franks, and so much more for 62% off the regular price. The Hotter Than Fire Pack is your chance to score unreal savings on unrivaled quality from America's original butcher. Right now, go to omahasteaks.com, use code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, in the search bar to order today. This exclusive offer is only available for a limited time. You're not going to want to miss this. Get your grilling essentials now for the rest of your summer barbecues. Hurry over to omahasteaks.com, code DOGS, in the search bar, Hotter Than Fire Pack. Get all 32 grilling items for just $99.99. That includes your 12 free burgers remember omahasteaks.com code dogs in the search bar well we'll use that to, to segue it's not really a segue but we're going to use it anyways uh, <laughs> so sick of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 dollars more you'll reach sweat platinum at Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This past week or week and a half or so, uh, NFL uh, players, executives, front office guys, GMs, they came up with uh, top 10 for every position in the league. Um, and we thought... It's about time. So we're going to go through the running back, wide receivers, tight ends, give you our thoughts. We're going to start with the running back because finally Nick Chubb's getting his his flowers. Yes. The, the players, coaches, executives have ranked Nick Chubb as the number one running back in the NFL. He was number three last year. We've been screaming it for years, for a couple years now. I think he's been the best, best running back in the league the last two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know there's a lot of Derrick Henry stands out there who have been telling me I was wrong, but I wasn't. You know what's crazy, too, <laughs> is we always were like, he'll never be able to get that kind of work, like that Derrick Henry carry count. He kind of did. 
He kind of did. Last but the year. thing is, though, Nick, sure. Nick Chubb and Stump Mitchell talked about it. Yeah, he doesn't need right. the three hundred plus right. carries to lead the league right. in rushing. It's just crazy. I mean, he's talking about the efficiency and reducing his workload and still leading the league in rushing, which that's awesome. Yes. Yeah. So this says uh, Chubb finally gets his due atop the rankings after an impressive five-year run in Cleveland. Since entering the NFL in 2018, he's averaged 5.2 yards per rush, best in the NFL, and second-best mark in NFL history among players with at least 1,000 rushes behind Jamal Charles' 5.4 clip. I forget. I feel like people forget how good prime Jamal Charles oh, was. Oh, yeah. Fantasy league winner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he also led the NFL in explosive rushing plays, 23 in 2022. Executive says, I've, uh, an AFC executive says, I've always loved his game he can carry the load strong has vision great feet not outstanding in the past game but can do it i think nick chubb can do more in the past game than anybody's ever given him credit for and rumor has it we're going to see that this year uh so i don't think it's necessarily that he's not outstanding i just think he hasn't been asked of him well stump mitchell said we gave kareem the third down role yeah not it wasn't like oh nick didn't you know, we took it. We just, we let Kareem have that. Yeah, because we had him. Yeah. So why not? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, it says just a damn good player. Not a make you miss guy, but a power and instincts, which is funny he says that because I'm pretty sure I'd have to go back and find the stat, but I'm pretty sure Nick Chubb led the league in like forced missed tackles. And I'm not talking about breaking tackles, I'm talking about in like make you miss. Yeah. Open I feel we've seen him juke a guy and then stiff arm a guy yeah. in the same run. Yeah, so Nick Chubb's the best running back in football. What were you going to say, John? I just like he has just the power to break through things too, because he also led the league in like yards after first contact. I think. Oh yeah. So not necessarily making somebody miss, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah. He's powerful. Uh, the, the rest <laughs> of the top ten is uh, Christian McCaffrey, um, Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley. Is Josh Jacobs even on a team? Oh, he's yeah. still on the Raiders. Okay. Yeah, they franchise tag. Okay. He's, he's holding out. He's right going to hold out, though. Uh, yeah. Saquon, who's also talking about like he might hold, hold out. Correct, yep. Uh, Derek Henry, Jonathan Taylor, Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, Tony Pollard, and Austin Eckler. Some honorable mentions are Aaron Jones, Damian Pierce, Brees Hall, and Travis Etienne, Ramondre Stevenson, and Kenneth Walker. Uh, any, any surprises in terms of who's on the list or position? Yes. Well, what do you got? You want to go ahead, John? I was just going to say, when I look at the honorable mentions, uh-huh. I think they got the top 10 right. Okay. Um, but for me, Cook's probably a little higher, and Eckler's probably a little higher. I would say Eckler needs to probably be up. I would honestly make the argument you could have Eckler damn near top five. I mean, my yeah. God, he's for what he's they done the last two years? 38 scrimmage touchdowns, which is 12, 12 more, more than any other yeah. player. So I would have him up higher. Um, Jonathan Taylor may be down one or two just because of last year only because of last year and I mean honestly he was poised to be the kind of the like, number one guy for a long time and then last year you know a guy that I think has a chance and kind of probably should be in the top 10 or close to it I know he got on a bunch but uh, Travis Etienne's a savage yeah I, no, think, I, I don't think, think he's done anywhere near enough to be considered a top 10 back <laughs> I kind of agree with Blake on that oh what's he done he was almost 1,200 yards last year and just his, like, so he missed a year because of injury, came in, became the guy after a week two or three and ran for damn near 1,200 yards. That's pretty damn good. Yeah, but I don't think it's top 10 in the league good. Mm. Who, in the, who on this list would you take his spot? I mean, it sucks because it's like, are we doing this off of last year or are we doing this on what this year should be? I'm doing it just based on like if you had to pick a running back, where who's better? I think Aaron Jones should still be in that top ten list. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And, and this is not it, the thing is I'm so in the fantasy mindset right now because it's that season. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm trying to separate from that. Aaron Jones has done so much for the Packers, and he still can't. He still does. Yep. He hasn't hit that cliff. He's not dropped off. I think that he's going to be leaned on very heavily this year. I would think so. I him think he, I think I would put him in there over Tony Pollard because Tony Pollard has always been a backup. He's had one year and he still hasn't had a year where he's been the guy. Aaron Jones has been the guy for many for, years. Yeah. I think ETN could be a top ten back next year. Okay. That's fair. I just think this would be too soon. Too soon? I'm not saying too much too soon. I don't want like, like Bre- <laughs> face to jump on me. And th- What's just, up with that, man? Yeah. Like, I'm looking at like Brees Hall in the honorable mentions. Brees Hall. Running back. He's got a huge, yeah. awesome, big future. I wouldn't put him in the top 10 right now because no. he's only played part of last year and we just don't I'd know. be curious to see if he didn't get injured last year what he would have put up because he sure. was on a like steamroller type pace to just 
he was on his way. I He's think, the offensive rookie of the year. I would have Dalvin Cook on here. I know he's a free agent. I would have him possibly like a four or five. If he's on the team and he's the number one, yes. He's, like, he's still that good. Yeah, I think he's he's crazy good. Didn't miss a game last year. I, I think t- that was the first time in a while. Yeah, like if we, I, yeah. obviously we have the number one running back. But if, you know, say Nick Chubb didn't exist, I would take Dalvin Cook in a heartbeat. I feel like there's a lot of teams out there who could use a Dalvin Cook. He can catch the ball in the screen game. He runs, I mean. The- I'll be shocked if he doesn't end up in Miami. And if he's in Miami, they be, they're already a dangerous offense. Mm-hmm. But wow. Yeah. I, uh, so uh, Saquon at four. Um, I guess he had a bounce back here. I think Derrick Henry at five. I mean, he's uh, that's wild, right? Yeah. It's weird. That seems low. It does. I Jonathan Taylor at six. I don't know. He kind of lives off of one season. <laughs> For sure. For yeah. sure. And Barkley, I mean, was struggle with some injuries. He's a stud every time he's healthy. If he's healthy for a whole season, I'd agree with you there. His his rookie year and and last year he looked pretty damn good. It says this NFL executive says he's got top end speed and can get the tough yards, but he's not a creative guy who can do it on his own. He needs it blocked up, then he can make it happen. Which I guess at some point, like you can say that for just about any running back. Yeah. If you're not getting any kind of blocking. You know, you're not going to do much as a running back. We've seen Nick Chubb have bad games because the Browns' offensive lines is in shambles. Yeah. But, like, at some point, the holes aren't going to be huge. It's a small crease. We've seen Nick Chubb make a cutback on a small crease and, you know, take it to the house. Um, I don't know. I think Jonathan Taylor, he had that great year, and it's just, I don't know. His situation kind of sucks, too. I think, I mean, the team sucks. If we're, I mean, obviously, we can only go on what guys have done in the past. I, Alvin Kamara should be higher than Jonathan Taylor. Alvin Kamara has been an absolute one of those guys that teams are mm-hmm. afraid to play again. You know, they got a scheme for him because. Yeah, but if like if I had to pick right now, I, I don't know if I'd have Alvin. I don't know. I guess it's maybe recency bias, but he was not very good last year. I feel like I don't feel like the Saints offense was very good, though. That's true. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see that some of these guys had down years and we got to. There's like, we got to see how they bounce back. Tony Pollard could blow up this year. For sure. Could. Absolutely. And then he would be in the top 10 for me. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But that was the, uh, that was the running backs. We wanted to touch on them first because uh, Nick Chubb, obviously he's don't, don't come in our comments telling us that he's not the best running back in football because he is. Uh, And that's not just us saying it. That's coaches, scouts, front office executives, players all that good stuff uh so then we're going to move on here to the uh wide receivers and i put tight ends on my list but i didn't mean tight ends earlier i meant quarterbacks what <laughs> yeah so uh a little bit of a shakeup in number one here it's justin jefferson Devonte adams jamar chase tyree kill cooper cup stefan diggs A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, Terry McLaurin, and C.D. Lamb. Some honorable mentions, Debo, Mike Evans, T. Higgins, Garrett Wilson, Jalen Waddell, and Devontae Smith. Hmm. Uh, what do you guys think of this list? Any, any shockers? Yeah, I'm kind of shocked that Terry McLaurin made the top 10. Yeah, to me, honestly. Over guys like, I mean, I think Jalen Waddell probably has – shown that he's a more elite receiver than Terry McLaurin just in two seasons. I'd agree with you. I, I mean, Terry's nice. Don't get me wrong. But I... I like Debo more than Terry. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I, I like Debo a lot. Debo's just a tough nose. <laughs> and I think, I think it's not just his, his versatility in, in the run game and stuff. I think he's a really freaking good wide receiver. Like that, that guy is. I think next it's level. It's weird that Mike Evans didn't make this list, considering he's never had under a thousand under a thousand yards. yards in a season. He's played what nine or something, eight or nine? How many seasons has it been now? That's crazy. <laughs> I hey, it says the nine, Samuel nine consecutive. Samuel remains one of the tougher evaluations on the list because many teams classify him as a weapon more than a pure receiver. Mm. So, yeah, and that's kind of. I was thinking top ten for Debo, just. And again, like Josh said, maybe it's the fantasy football thing. 
Um, no, I wa- I've watched some San Francisco games. And like this says, it, it, you game plan against him. That's yeah. what an executive says. Uh, I think it's super funny that Mike Evans isn't in the top 10. And then the article in the first sentence says, one of the game's most underrated receivers. You had a chance to rate him properly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody failed. Yeah. Uh, That's super Maybe funny. that was somebody who voted for him in the top 10 rating that was like, yeah. well, this sucks. He's so underrated. Yeah. Uh, I would have, I would probably have Mike Evans above Terry. And I'm not, no disrespect to Terry McLaurin. I think he's really good and Ohio State guy but I like Mike Mike Evans a lot I think I think like one through six though this list oh. is pretty freaking yeah. I was gonna say Except the same uh, thing one through six they they nailed it I, I like all of them and seven. I go um some of these guys can go up that like Cooper Cup and I know their team's probably not gonna be very good next year but Stafford's got to throw the ball to somebody it's gonna be him and it's gonna be him <laughs> a lot yeah so I wouldn't be shocked at all if at the end of the year Cooper Cup was an easy top three receiver you know what i mean but i'm not i'm obviously not gonna go it's tough to go hey i'd rather have cup than let's say Devontae adams or justin you know know what i mean tyree kill really put to rest all the claims that he was only good with Patrick Mahomes. yeah absolutely so he's definitely top four or five so i think they got the top six or seven spot on are you surprised Devontae slipped no, because, not because, because it, I there's know, always going to be a little recency bias in these lists. He's he was he's he was ranked number one last year, mm-hmm. and then all he did last year was have a career high in yards and led the league uh, in touchdowns for a wide receiver for the second time in three seasons, and then mm. he, he slipped to two. Yeah, I mean, so I, like I think that there's definitely. I mean, what is it like a seven year age difference between him and Jefferson? Yeah. Jefferson has gone 1,400, 1,600, 1,800 yards in his first three seasons. And last year he went crazy. And, like, I mean, and he's like still ascending in this off. I, I think they got that right. Yeah, I'm just playing devil's advocate. No, no I, I, you, I, you actually bring up a very good point. But Jefferson. If you, so if you had to pick right now, if they said you get one wide receiver uh, and it's between Jefferson and Devontae Adams, don't take agent to the factor. Just assume like it's for one year. Who are you taking? I would take Jefferson. Who's your quarterback? So I feel like <laughs> okay. I feel like if it's Aaron Rodgers, him and Devontae Adams. Well, now 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 we're talking different. Yeah. Mm. Well, let's just say it's Deshaun. If it's Jimmy Garoppolo, it's, it's he's kinda, coming to Cleveland. What's kind of picking? Crazy too is that Justin Jefferson's put up those kind of numbers with a quarterback that a ton of people say is garbage. Yeah. I don't think he's garbage. I think I actually saw some videos that said he's maybe the most underrated quarterback in the league. He's one of the most accurate for sure. Yeah, but a lot of people consider Kirk Cousins trash, and I think it's just because of the not being able to win the big game. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree don't think it has that. anything to do with his ability to play the position. Well, he's not trash, but <laughs> <laughs> that's just silly. Uh, but no. So anybody else on the speaking of Kirk Cousins, I know we're going to roll into quarterbacks. You guys watch that quarterback Absol- show on Bro, Netflix? The whole yeah. entire thing. Okay, it's I amazing. haven't started it yet. I heard it's it was fantastic. Awesome. Okay. It's I'm, once you get into it, I want to watch. I might, I might be starting that tomorrow then. Okay. I'm working my way through secret invasion, but I'm almost caught up. Oh, I'm, I feel, I got to catch up. I've watched one episode. Uh, <laughs> so like, you like Jamar Chase at three. Um, it kind of sucks. He's in the division. Yeah. <laughs> Cause he's very freaking good. Yes. I mean, I got, owe a trophy to Jamar Chase, honestly. And Justin yeah. knows. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, Justin knows yeah. very well. Now I do. Go to hell. <laughs> I, I, I know this is going to come off as like Homerism. I really do think Amari Cooper should at least be in the honorable mentions because he is just a, a he's kind of like Nick Chubb at the receiver position. He just puts his head down, goes to work, does his job, and he does it at a very high level. So he was he also he did receive votes Amari Cooper, but he didn't mm-hmm. make it into the honorable mention. Honest, I mean, I really like Devontae Smith, but I would take um, at least based on like production and stuff right now. You. Amari Cooper. It is kind of crazy. Keenan Allen think? only got receiving votes. He wasn't even honorable mention. Hmm. He's uh, getting older. So, and Gar- Garrett Wilson's going to be really good. Garrett Wilson's going to be very, very good. No, I, I think, I, I agree. I think Amari Cooper could be in the honorable mentions, but at some point you have to draw the line. I wonder how many yeah. votes he did get. Uh, he's kind of a conundrum because, like, we watched him play last year and he's great, but it's just for some reason he just, it, maybe it's because he's not one of these go up and get it guys you know you can't just like high point the ball to him or whatever he's not like a uh a burn past you guy he's not justin jefferson in that you know what i mean he's mm-hmm. just he's like a tactician yeah you know what i yeah. mean and I, so it's like where do you where do you put that uh we're happy to have him yes oh my gosh 
He's over, super he's, pumped. Yep. So then we're going to move on to the uh, quarterbacks. Let's see what we got here. I got some beef at one. Beef at just one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so it goes Patrick Mahomes, super surprised. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow at two. Okay. Which is, he was he one? No, he says highest ranking one. Was he, when was he one? Highest ranking out of this, uh, the people that voted, the highest he got ranked was one, the lowest anybody ranked. Was uh, six. Okay. Last year he was five. Okay. I was very confused. I was like, when was he one? <laughs> uh, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, the guy who's, Almost a runaway MVP last year. Needs to be up hurt. way higher. He was yes. yeah. six. That's Lamar Jackson, uh, Trevor Lawrence. Th- my biggest gripe is it is it nine and ten. Dak Prescott and Matthew Stafford. Honorable mentions: Deshaun Watson, Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, Derek Carr, and Tua. And I guess my biggest beef is eight, nine, and ten. Where, who was it? Eight. Trevor Lawrence. You think he should be up higher? Sucked. Absolutely horrendous his mm. rookie season. Had a pretty nice bounce back season last year. And you're saying, well, what's Why going on? Why is he above Deshaun Watson, yeah. who has well, never had a, a down full season? Well, he yeah, did miss three like Pro three Bowls. seasons, Josh. Yeah, so. yeah I mean, I'm not going to sell here, brother. Like Twitter. He missed Let's one be reasonable season. here, brother. I, I'm not expecting Deshaun to be top 10 until he plays a full season. Again, yeah, as fair. a top ten guy, so, that's I mean, where I'm he at. threw for four thousand one hundred thirteen yards, twenty five. I mean, he had an over two to one interception ratio. Threw for four thousand yards last year and led a twenty point comeback in the playoffs. That was a good game. Uh, the first thing I see that I don't like, Justin already brought it up. Jalen Hurts is not number six. He needs to be two or three. I know two or three. Two or three. I'm not taking Jalen Hurts over Joe Burrow or Josh Allen. I'm thinking him over Rodgers. I would take him over Josh Allen. No way. Are you serious? That's that's the biggest recency bias. No? Get out of town. Bro. Get out of town. (laughs) So if you're drafting, you're doing a fantasy draft, and you have the option to take Joe Burrow, or let's say even you're starting a franchise. Yeah, because this is this is not fantasy yeah. football. This yeah, is no, 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 no. So if no, you're I'm a, thinking four personally. Four? Yeah, I mean Rodgers is very old. He's awesome. Uh, he's the best aside from Mahomes. He's mm-hmm. the best quarterback on this list. Yeah. at his prime. Okay, but he's old, and I probably would take Hurts over Justin Herbert. Maybe yes. six isn't as bad as as I thought. You have just to think about that, Jalen Hurts over Herbert. I have to think about everything. They gave him a weapon, man, and he exploded. If he didn't get hurt, he would have won the MVP, or at least it would have been. The thing is, Justin Herbert, though, has been, he almost had 5,000 yards, I think, as a rookie. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if I'm starting a franchise, I would take Justin Herbert. It's not like Jalen Hurts is an old man. I'm not saying that. I'm saying. (laughs) It's not like Justin Herbert's old. No, I'm not saying that either. My preference would be if, and this is just me personally, if I was starting a franchise and I had, like, I want my quarterback, I don't want a guy who relies on his legs as much as those guys do. I want a guy that can beat you and dice you up with his arm. So yeah, that's not where I'm concerned. Jalen Hurts did that last year. Yeah. What are you talking about? He was that guy last year. They got him a weapon. He blew up, man. Uh, well, let me pull some I'm, not, I'm not. Let me pull some stats. He's not saying he's bad. He grows a passer every <sighs> year. Anyway. He had a uh, 66.4 rating uh, the last year or two. I'm reading this. Uh, it doesn't say anything about his passing yards. The uh, only thing I'm going to say is this. 3,700. If you're leaving Deshaun off the top 10 because he hasn't played in the last couple seasons, shouldn't Lamar Jackson be honorable mention? No. I, he got I, hurt back-to-back seasons. I just didn't know if I felt like going there. I, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> saying he's – if we're because, just talking talent, raw talent, uh-huh. Lamar's top five, easy. But, I mean, he got hurt the last two seasons. So are we going based off of production or is this just an entirely speculative list? <laughs> Correct. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I, he's, he's top one in running, and I think he's like bottom 10 in throwing. <laughs> so, That's fair. Um, That's fair. But we'll see. Um, no, my biggest gripe here, Dak, Dak's not a top 10 quarterback to me. You're right. That's yeah. If Dak, if Dak is it not uh, to me, then Kirk Cousins should be eight. That's fair. And if Tua stays healthy, I think Tua should be higher up. And and uh, as much math, you Stafford's you know two years removed from going to the Super Bowl, throwing That's for fair. like five thousand yards or something. Um, but doesn't it just kind of feel like he? I don't know. Maybe it's because he was so beat up last year, but it almost feels like 
he's done. It feels like that. You know what I mean? I, I know the, maybe this year, maybe he's healthy and he's going to come back and they're going to be awesome again. But I just get the sense like it, he went there, he got a Super Bowl, and now it's just kind of like he's done. The team's kind of in disarray. They're kind of, I mean, they they kind of mortgaged it all for that Super Bowl. And, I re- and I'm a big Matthew Stafford fan. Like, I wanted the yeah. Browns to go after him. I just... I don't know. Maybe it's just because of all the injuries and how down he was last year. But um, so I, I, I think Deshaun Watson will be in a in the top ten next year. I think he'll be in the top six six next year. Who played better though before having an injury last year, Lamar Jackson or Tua? I would say Tua probably. Tua was going to be MVP. Oh, Tua was balling out. Going to be MVP? That's what a lot of people thought. <laughs> Dude, those first like four weeks of the season, he, he, was, he, was, he was going just crazy. a freak, man. He was going crazy. It, I, I will give you that. You can't really <laughs> tell where he would have ended up had he not gotten injured because he was getting better. He missed better. four games and still ended up with 3,600 yards. 25 touchdowns and eight interceptions. And you know, he came back scared. (laughs) That that was the scariest injury other than. Yeah. If you're talking about potentially retiring at like 25 years old or whatever he is, 24. So not to nitpick Lamar here, Uh but they, they, they put him at number seven in the league. Okay. Last year he was outside the top 10. So what did he do last year to then move him up into the top 10 besides end the season injured again? That's a good point. You know so he I mean? was out of the top 10 last season. Yes. Then La- he shouldn't be in there. This, on uh, this I list. Agree. He got last year he was an honorable mention. Okay. And then he got, then last year he was hurt for most of the year and they put him in the top 10, which makes no sense. Yeah, Justin, I think is right. It's that contract. So they just, people felt <laughs> obligated. Well, and it says, uh, uh, this is from the article, which makes me evaluators also saw attempts at growth as a passer. Attempts. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're, is that what it says? What it says? No, uh, I gotta read this. Fowler, Fowler. Somebody needs to check in. On so Fowler. if you're, Jeremy so Fowler, if you're trying on, real hard, he takes that into consideration. That is super funny. Jackson's rushing attempts per game were down from 11.08 to 9.33. Yeah, his QBR improved from 56.8 to 59. It went up. <laughs> Not even three points. You know what I mean? And uh, and then it says, uh, prior to the knee injury, he was doing some big things from the pocket as a passer. Um, yet questions about his precision passing remain. Jackson's 19% off target rate was highest among any quarterback nominated for this. 19% off target rate. Yeesh. That, that puts him uh, in categories of Justin Fields, Carson Wentz, Marcus Mariota, and Davis Mills. Oh, my gosh. Just, I mean, oh. that's a bad list, but just being in the same list as Marcus Mariota. Yeah. I know what I mean? And Justin Fields almost broke Lamar's rushing record. So why isn't he, you know, <laughs> yeah. if Lamar's number seven, Justin Fields should be number eight. I didn't realize his passing was that bad. You guys hearing this out there? Those are stats. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not making that up. I'm reading that from the article. That's This is supposed to be defending his reason for being in the top 10. Yep. <laughs> we put him in the top 10 because uh, if you, we're, we're we not see that great him, at passing. But. We see him trying. <laughs> He's trying hard every time. Yeah. <laughs> now, that, is the f- most, that is super funny how that was worded. Now, again, nobody's going to gonna ignore that he wins a lot of games because he controls a ball with his legs. It's hard to get him off the field. Yeah. But, man. And this list doesn't exclude. Like, this isn't like a when healthy list that's not what they're considering so if it were and my favorite thing about then Lamar sure yeah he's in the top 10 but favorite thing about those stats the stats that say he's just not that strong of a passer is this year they're going to pass more yeah uh-huh. yes Todd Monken and Odell finally <laughs> air raid like give me a break <laughs> so uh no those are I was I'm not mad Deshaun's not in the top 10 he, no. right he, he hasn't played a full season since 21 in the six games he played last year were not good so he hasn't played full seasons. Well, okay, yeah, I guess since so, twenty or twenty 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 season was yeah. a full season. So the fact <laughs> that he, I was honestly kind of surprised he got honorable mention. Well, it, it even said in the write up that it felt wrong to li- leave him off the top ten, but it didn't feel right to put him in it. Like he's kind of on that cusp. Yeah. So that's why he was the first honorable mention. And the one thing that was worded in there that I thought was kind of dumb it says he's only played six games in the last two years. I'm like, but he he had a whole year off. So he only played six games in the last season. It just the way it was worded made it sound like he's missed multiple games and multiple seasons. Not true. No. So, 
Uh, that's the list. I've seen them have worse lists, honestly. Yeah. The wide receiver one was, I think, pretty spot on. The quarterback one had a couple. I'm just, I don't want to say I'm a Dak Prescott hater because I think he does good things for the Cowboys, but he, he is not top 10. He's, he's Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Kirk Cousins and Dak are interchangeable. Honestly, if you told me I had to pick one, I would probably take Kirk Cousins. Because the knock on Kirk Cousins is he doesn't win the big game. What big Ooh. games is Dak won? Right, that's None. fair. That's fair. You know? They're Kirk, one and the same. Yeah, Kirk Cousins is a more accurate passer. He's He comes from behind literally all the time. Uh, yeah, I, I would take Kirk Cousins over Dak. I don't I, I don't think Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. I always have. Yeah. So, uh, well, that's pretty much the episode for today. Oh. I'm sorry. It's kind of like a big letdown. I mean, when you have last week, you have a Browns coach on and the next week, it's just us. And it's like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but hopefully we kept it entertaining for you guys. Hopefully you guys liked it. Uh, again, make sure you guys uh, are staying tuned with us the next few weeks because we're not going to tell you anything because, you know, it's not concrete and we don't want to count our chickens before they hatch or however it goes, but potentially some really cool things in the works for us. And I think you guys are going to really like, so make sure you guys are, you know, checking in with us weekly for, again, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you have that notification bell tapped. Um, again, before we get out of here, if you want to play fantasy football with us this year, jump in the dog pack, join the dogs.com and get signed up for a fantasy league. It's a ton of fun. We give away a bunch of merch. Uh, everybody likes playing fantasy football oh, with us. And I was going to say, uh, winners this year are going to get like, I'm going to design actual champion shirt so it's going to say dog pack fantasy champion that's Can't pretty wait awesome to see my name on that year <laughs> like it's going to be a cool i haven't done it yet but that's we, what you're going to win and we and we gave the way we did it last year too is so like a winner of every league gets one and then we did like a playoff bracket of everybody in every league and we compared scores so then there's like an overall champion so even if you were out of it you were still in it to win something right. uh so it's it's pretty cool um hopefully we can have even more leagues this year so if that's what if you want to play fantasy with us uh, make sure you check that out at jointhedogs.com. Um, well, until that, again, let us know in the comments what you guys think of some of these lists. And uh, let us know what you think of those uniforms because we all think they're pretty sweet. And actually, before I get out of here, Lee Shelko wanted me to say. Yes, I forgot the to. The Honolulu Browns backers approved the new uniforms. He, said, for, yeah. he said two thumbs up. Yep. <laughs> yep. So I w didn't want to forget Lee. He's, uh, he's awesome. So, uh, again, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.